0: This reading comes from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 through chapter 4, verse 5. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching.
1: Do your job. You know, uh, last night, whether we liked it or not, and if you're a Dodger fan, Ben Zorbis did his job. Yeah, when they interviewed him after the game, the Cub player said, my job was to get on first, because we have a tendency, if we can get on right away, we will, and he had laid a bunt right down the line. Everybody asked him, why'd you do that? Because we weren't hitting you know, he did his job. You know, I, I talked to one young man that told me he was working at McDonald's. And he said, I'm really too good to be flipping hamburgers and, and, and fries. And I, I should be the manager here. And I said, well, that's true. But if you don't do this, how do you expect, if you don't do your job here, how do you expect to become the manager? You know, Martin Luther King made this comment. He said, whatever your life work is, do it well, and a man should do his job so well that the living, the dead, the unborn could do it no better. And whether you like Bill Belichick or not, and the Patriots, they seem to always do it quite well. And his slogan always is, do your job. Now, I help out a little bit with, with Orange Lutheran High School and their football team. And every week, every week, they select an offensive player, a defensive player, and a special teams player, and they get these shirts. And and these shirts here, if it'll come on, come on, there, you probably can't see that. But it says, do your job, D-Y-J, do your job. Well, Paul had Timothy and and Titus, and he wrote us some letters. And in those letters, he was saying, do your job. Now, if we look at when did he write them, and I don't know if this pointer is going to show it here, but basically what happened was after in Italy, after Paul's first uh, you know imprisonment, the tradition says he got to Spain, dropped off Titus over in Crete, went to Ephesus, dropped off Timothy, went up into the Macedonian area up in there and, and around, and he wound up writing his first letter to Timothy and to Titus. And then he got called back to Rome and is imprisoned the second time. And at that particular moment, all right, he writes Timothy again. And he says, do your job. Now, if you look at that, that whole book... It's kind of interesting when he starts off, do your job. He says, Timothy, fan into the flame the gift of God that's in you. And then he, he goes on to say, because God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of a, but a power and love and, and self-control. Just do your job, Timothy. And if you go into chapter 2, you see, do your best to present yourselves to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, and who correctly handles the word of truth or God's word. And then he gets to our text. And, and, and now he says, you know, Timothy, you had a mother and you had a grandmother. And from your infancy, they showed you the scriptures. The Old Testament. And you learned all about salvation and, and, and Jesus Christ and all that. And so then he goes on and he says, now this is the point. All scripture, Timothy... Old, new, it doesn't matter what what he had at that time. But everything that's there, all scripture is God-breathed. And it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You know, so if you look at it, it says, well, Timothy, here's how it works. You know, uh, God's word teaches us the right way. And then sometimes we have to reprove people because they get off track, we included. and, And then it shows us how to get back on track, correcting, and then finally instructing how to stay on track as a Christian. You know, and so he says, Timothy, preach the word, the word, Timothy. You know, preach it in season and out of season. In season and out of season. All the time, Timothy. And don't be afraid, you know, to do some correction at time. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with complete. And here's the word, patience and teaching. Be patient, Timothy. You know, don't give up on them. Be patient with them. But don't sugarcoat it. You know, be honest. When a person is doing something wrong as a Christian, we need to make a correction there with them and, and to help them to see and ask them to come to God and ask for forgiveness and then let's get on with their life. And also, be careful that when you're preaching and you're thinking, okay, this is pretty self-evident, why don't they understand this? That's not the way of the world. And, and Timothy, sometimes people are going to move off and go into their own myths and their own ways and their own ideas and they're not going to look at God's work. But here's what I charge you. Do your job. You know, but you be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. In other words, do your job. Now, I was talking to a chaplain of a battalion and I was unaware of this phrase. I thought, wow, it's kind of neat for Christianity. And it's Charlie Mike. And that's what the soldiers have that are in the war. That when a comrade might go down or whatever, you know, and they, they try to get him and take care of him. But then it's Charlie Mike. Continue the mission. Continue the mission, whatever it is. See, there are times in our lives, I think, at least in mine, that I become quite irritated and and things aren't going quite well and it seems like so busy and it's those times I have to stop and say, you know, God, am I not sticking in your word. I'm getting so into what the world is demanding that I kind of forget to think about you and getting into your word. Because your word, O God, is correction, protection, and direction. Charles Flurgeon, he made this comment. I, I love it. A Bible that is falling apart, people. A Bible that is falling apart. What? It belongs to someone who probably isn't falling apart. There's many diets out there, and I'm always on one of them. But there's one diet I have to be careful. And that's stopping to look and study God's Word on a daily basis. Because, you know, the devil, the devil just loves it. He loves it when we don't get in there. And we don't understand God's Word. And we're, we're ignorant in it, if you will. You know, and that's why the psalmist said so clearly, you know, your Word's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And, and Peter ex- exhorts us, and he says, grow in the grace of and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And how do we do that? We get in his word. Look at John. John says, when he was writing his gospel, he says, you know something? I, you know, I showed you a whole bunch of, uh, of signs that we in other gospels call miracles. I showed you all these signs and Jesus did a whole batch more. But let me tell you. These were shown to you that you might believe. And we call it a henna clause. You know, in order that you might believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. With the result that you have faith in the Lord Jesus and you have eternal life. We need to stay in God's Word. And so we need to, all of us, Charlie and Mike. You know, that's our our command, isn't it? That's our job. You know, we've kind of forget it at times. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things, old, new, and matter. All things that I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. You know, many books can inform us, but only God working through His Word can transform us we pray. Give me a greater love for you, your word, O oh God. Make it my meditation all the day. In Jesus name we pray.
0: Amen.